This podcast is brought to you by Trend. Trend is a micro-influencer marketing platform that helps connect brands with influencers. Learn more, join our network, or start an influencer campaign at trend.io. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the DTC pod. I'm your host, Jay, and I'm joined with Ramon again. Today, we're going to be talking about some of the limitations of in-house content and how you can overcome it. So we'll start first by a definition of in-house content. I'll give my definition, Ramon, and then you can jump in and and kind of give yours. But I kind of look at in-house content as anything that's that's just made by your internal team. um, And you might be having a content studio or something like that, but you're sourcing that content internally, setting up those shoots. Uh, Maybe you have some some freelance photographers or videographers and stuff like that, but it's mostly your internal team that's kind of pulling the strings. What do you kind of think of when you think of in-house content, Ramon? Yeah, I mean, it's exactly what you said. It's when, you know, the founder or somebody else that works at the company is producing the content internally. And, you know, I I believe this is best for, uh, you know, Proving out a product or, you know, running test campaigns or something like that. But it's not really content that you want to have out in the wild for uh, a long time. Uh, so I would recommend doing content like that just to test things out. But, uh, you know, it, it does take time and it has um, a ton of limitations. What would you say are, Jay, some of the biggest limitations you see in, in producing your content in-house? Man, I think there there are definitely a lot to list off, but the the main ones that I think of are the fact that it's it's so expensive. Like you have to set up the whole like shoot and everything like that, and coordinate all the like external parties. Um, I also think it kind of loses a little bit of its authenticity because you're the one that's kind of being the creative director in that place, um, and you might know what your audience is looking for, but you might not be as highly tuned in as you think you are. So I think uh, authentic content is something that's really big. We preach that all the time over here at Trend. Um, So I think that's something. And then um, it's just really hard to scale. Like the fact that you have to set up those shoots. um, If you don't get the content that you need in that first go, or or maybe your, your shoot time runs to the end and you haven't gotten a chance to do everything you need, uh, you might be out of luck or might be out of more of your budget. Uh, but that's what I think of. What about you, Ramon? Yeah, I mean, even even if you're not going to, you know, set up uh, a shoot and just do internal in-house like user-generated content, um, th- th- there's, you know, there's there's audience saturation when it comes to ad and then there's fatigue with the content, especially when you're using your own employees to promote the content, there's definitely a fatigue there. And it's not just making the content. I mean, now you have to edit this content. And if you don't even edit it, you got to pass it on to someone to edit it. And the instructions that you give and how you give those out uh, could really affect the performance. So, you know, besides that, the other thing I would say is just the limitations in the setting that you have. You know, you don't want to be making content using the same mug if it's a drink and the same kitchen and the same person over and over. So uh, also, I mean, the distraction of other 
people in your team that aren't in the marketing department, just creating this content. I'm sure they don't love being reached out to, to just have to go out of their way of work uh, to create content. Yeah, I I definitely agree with that. And to your point, I think fatigue, you hit a, hit on that a little bit, but I think it, it's like so important to like just keep on nailing that piece about ad fatigue and even just like content fatigue in general, whether it's on your, on your website or through your emails, like people just don't like seeing the same thing over and over again. They, they really engage when it's something new and something different to look at. And I think that's really key over there and in-house content. It's, it's so hard to have those new settings, um, have new people and it can be expensive if you try and start to do some of that stuff as well. Um, so kind of talking a little bit about, we've talked about the limitations of in-house content and, you know, the things that can't do, uh, what would you say are some good strategies to kind of overcome those challenges? Maybe, you know, I know we're going to talk a little bit more about how to not do it in-house. Um, but if you want to still focus in on doing it in-house, what are the ways that you think that you can kind of overcome some of those challenges? I think the way to overcome the challenges if you're doing it in-house is to keep it UGC. Don't try and make it professional because of the investment of the equipment and probably switch over from putting your face on the content to uh, not putting someone behind the content. So, you know, modeling the product with your hand or cropping up the face or something like that. So there isn't that element of fatigue. Uh, you know, th there still will be an environment fatigue in terms of, you know, your, your apartment or your house or, or your surroundings, but at least there isn't the, the fatigue of the person that's doing the ad, which hits a lot faster than an environment fatigue. And then, you know, if you switch it, I mean, that's, that's about all I would recommend there. And then if you switch it over to, you know, taking it out from in-house, what most brands do is that the next step they take is to use their customers uh, as the content creators. And that's a good idea. Um, that tends to work pretty well. It's just that the content is very, uh, sorry, the process is very tedious uh, to, to scale. So, you know, you can use platforms to source your UGC that's already existing, or you can ask your customers if you can use an existing, you know, image or video. But the problem is, you are not the director of that video. So you can only work with what already exists. You can't just say, hey, I'm looking for this specific type of content and prepare for a product launch or um, releasing something on a specific date. So uh, the other way to to overcome this is, you know, asking for licensing rights to that content, but the process is just, it's just painful to, to have to message each person. They don't really have a process to be able to send these files. So you're going to get it on a Google drive on a Dropbox folder. Resolution might not be right. I mean, it becomes a super, super um, time consuming and non-scalable process. Yeah, I totally agree with you. I think one of the things like, yeah, your customers might be giving you good content and that's a great part of an overall strategy, but it can't be your only approach to doing it because I think to your point, there's also a randomness, right? Customers aren't, they're buying your product, but they aren't working for you. So it's not like you can force them to say, hey, if you buy my product, you're going to have to send me over a video or, or an image. Um because that sounds totally unreasonable. Even as I'm saying it, it sounds totally unreasonable and no good brand would go out and do that. But 
yeah, it's really not controllable. They're not your employees, so it's not like you can force them, or they're not freelance contractors. You can't force them to to do those kinds of things. Um, and it works. So it works like looking, for for a discount. Like a lot of brands will do it. Uh, sorry, a lot of customers will do it for a discount. Like, hey, you know, share some content, get fifteen percent, twenty percent, ten percent off on your next order, and that's only going to work a few times. Not going to keep buying the same product they already have over and over. So the challenge there is if you really like a content creator, more discounts isn't going to incentivize them. So you instantly have to move it over to to an official engagement with uh, the, the, the customer who happens to be a creator. And now you have to draft a contract and go through the whole workflow management process I just explained earlier. So you're totally right there. Yeah, and I think that's where a good creator can come in. And, you know, that's that's what we do at Trend. We've got a lot of creators. But, you know, having working with a creator, these people are really good at making great content, give you the high-quality content. You've got a lot more control over the process, right? You know what that end product is supposed to look like. You're having that relationship. You're having those conversations. And you're able to do, um, you're able to speak to what you actually need, um, and kind of control the creative process a little bit without having to be the full-on creative director. So talking about that process, and I know you have a lot of thoughts about working with creators, Ramon. So talk me through like um, working with creators and then like what kind of people do you need in-house? Because it's it's not in-house, but you're still, you still might be using an internal team to manage that. So what kind of people do you need for that? Like what does the good process look like? Um, what is the result supposed to look like there? I mean, there's not really a whole, you know, system for this other than using something like Airtable or Google Sheets. But still, the process to manage the files is is so painful that it's not even an efficient system that I would recommend. So most brands, you know, they'll go on DMs, they'll DM a creator, they'll get the image. So, I mean, you could imagine dealing with this by email, by DM, by Google Drive, and it's way easier when you're dealing with images, but when you're dealing with videos, uh, it's a whole nother story. You know, you can't attach a minute long video on on an email and send it. Now you're dealing with Google Drive and we all know how much of a pain Google Drive is, especially if you have more than one email, constantly switching accounts. Just had to vet, vent about that a little bit. Maybe somebody on Google will hopefully one day get over the hump. But um, yeah, I mean, and, and the, pro- the, biggest, the biggest opportunity cost here is that you're like, okay, well, you know, videos are a pain, let's just do images. So now it's not only costing you the time, you're missing out entirely on how amazing the conversion rates are for videos. And that's an opportunity cost you cannot realize unless you try this in a scalable and systemized way, like using something like Trend. Yeah, definitely. I I totally agree with you there. Um, and just talking even more about like the content itself, the value of the content, we haven't even really hit on that as much as that, you know, user-generated content has that really good social proof aspect and just working with creators can be really helpful for that kind of stuff. Absolutely. Um, I mean, UGC has the social proof aspect to it that most content lacks, especially when you have 
multiple people, uh, when you hit the same audience with different faces, uh, the, the, the social proof effect that it does to the consumer subconsciousness is, is very, very powerful. So for that reason alone, it's just not worth doing it in-house, given to how affordable um, the system uh, trend is and how simple it is to use on your own time. And yeah, on your I own totally budget agree. too. Yeah, definitely. And I mean, people are always talking about, I mean, this is what this whole podcast is about, is talking about how great, you know, that authentic raw content is. And you mentioned that even at the beginning of this podcast that, you know, even if you end up doing it in-house and and want to do it that way, um, the authentic content is what you really need. I mean, everyone talks about this. I mean, Nick Sharma, one of the biggest guys in the DTC space, I know you subscribe to his text. He's always hitting you up and texting you yeah. about how, how authentic content works and how you should basically be, you know, you shouldn't be paying like thousands and thousands of dollars for one single piece of content. All you need is like a camera and a good creator to, to make something that's really going to work. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we have a customer that's put half a million dollars to uh, on ads to an image that costs them a hundred dollars on trend. So uh, that alone should, should speak to the fact that, you know, there's, there's big gains and returns to, to make, uh, from user generated content. And also, I mean, just, just the time that it takes to either set up the shoot or, uh, using creators internally. It's the ROI is just not there, especially when you're a small business and you're a small team. So, I mean, I understand some brands that are just so massive that have their own content studio because you, we're not saying, you know, only have UGC, but when you're a small business, your time matters a lot. And uh, there's many hats to wear for every team member. And just to be making that content uh, doesn't really make a whole lot of sense. Yeah. And I think a big thing, too, that you've got to keep in mind in terms of in-house content is another limitation that I, I didn't bring up originally. But the fact that, you know especially when it comes to like ad performance and like performance on emails or your website and stuff like that, you want to be moving really, you want to be able to move fast when you see something failing um, and content and creative is a big part of that. And if you don't have that extra stuff lined up, it can be very difficult to, to keep your ad performance going the same way, your content performance going the same way. Um, and creators allow you like, you know, trend is really helpful on that sense with our platform is you can quickly jump in, work with a bunch of creators um, and you can work with them pretty fast. Like the turnaround time is really only like a few weeks for producing that content. So you're able to act a lot quicker rather than having to, to set up your shoot or do something maybe in house that you've got to coordinate um, and you can kind of just sit back and let the content come in. Yeah, couldn't agree more. Awesome. Well, I think that covers all the stuff I have on this topic for in-house content. Ramon, do you have anything else you want to add? I really don't. Uh, the only thing I'll add is please save yourself sometimes and just watch the data and test it out. And you'll thank us. If you, if, if I was wrong in any processes that any of the brands listening might have on their internal flows, 
please feel free to share it with us. I'd love to see it, Ramon, at Trend.io, and I can personally telling you, sorry, and I can personally tell you uh, where the hiccups are and if we can improve that system. So Trend is totally free to try, and I would encourage you to check it out. Uh, get started for free. You create a campaign. You don't even have to pay to do that. That's how confident we are in our network. We've had every single person. So, you know, you're not paying for a tool. This is a vetted network that's been built over the years along with the platform. And uh, there is our self-plugged ad from Trend. <laughs> yeah, sponsored by Trend. Exactly. Um, but yeah, thanks everyone for joining us on this episode. Um, and yeah, if you need any help with producing content really fast. I really encourage you to try out Trend. Um, super easy to get started. Anyone, any brand can create an account for free. Um, so yeah, just head over to trend.io slash pricing. Uh, hit that big yellow get started button and we'll see you on the platform. Sweet. Peace. <laughs>